So my friends, this, fir- this third Sunday of Ordinary Time was um, called or kind of instituted uh, by our Holy Father Pope Francis a few years ago as what's called now the Sunday of the Word of God. That this third Sunday in Ordinary Time is the Sunday of the Word of God. And I think particularly with our readings today, we can reflect upon the importance of God's Word, of Holy Scripture, uh, in, in the liturgical action, right? As it, we read scripture at Mass. Um, now, it's part of our Mass. You have to read scripture, right? We have to go and we have the readings and we read them and we have the different responses with them. Scripture, all scripture points to Jesus Christ, right? Whether it's the Old Testament that's pointing and preparing for him or the New Testament, which actually tells about him, that's revealing what was pointed to. And the Second Vatican Council taught that in the proclamation of Holy Scripture, right, in Mass, and particularly in Scripture read in the Mass, Jesus is present, right? Christ is present in four different ways in every Mass. He's present in the Scriptures that are read. He's present in the person of the minister who acts in persona Christi. He's present in the people gathered in his name, where two or three are gathered. I am there in the midst of them. And then he's present, above all, in the Holy Eucharist, right? In the Most Blessed Sacrament, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But Jesus is present in the scriptures, right? That's that's the first point. Jesus is present in the scriptures. And so when we, the scriptures in Mass are important, right? It's important. These readings are important. And we should see them as an important part of our liturgy, the actual reading of the readings. In fact, they're more important than the homily. Right? Oftentimes, like, all right, we're just, the scriptures are just the setup, right? They're the pitch, and then the homily is swinging the bat and, and hitting a home run or a ground out. I don't know, one or the other. But it'll, um, but no, it is, the scriptures are more important than the homily, right? The scriptures that we read, like, God is speaking in the scripture. The homily is only supposed to explain the scriptures, right? It's, it's, the homily is meant to actually break open the scriptures. I should not, as a priest, get up here and just start kind of preaching about whatever's on my mind today, you know, ignoring the readings. We're supposed to preach from the readings. We're supposed to focus on what has been, it's just explaining what the church is presenting to us in scripture. The readings are way more important than the homily. And that the readings themselves are described by um, a a a contemporary theologian as they're like notes on a page, right? These words that are written in this book called the lectionary that we do the readings from are like, they're like notes. Like Lou over there is reading notes as he's playing music. And you could say, is the music the notes on the page? I actually, I'm musically illiterate. I can't read notes on a page. I just make it up. Um, But Lou knows how to read those notes. But the music is not the notes on the page. The music is when someone plays them or sings them. That's the music. Similarly, the scripture is not just these words that are written in this book. Rather, they have to be proclaimed. We have to give them voice. We give voice to God's word in the mass. And it's important, right? Even the fact like we stand for the gospel, right? We stand up. There's something important here. Uh, Again, in a similar way, when like the president of the United States is in the room and he's standing, you're standing, right? We stand. Well, now in the presence of the gospel, We're standing and attentively and actively listening. Or even when we're sitting for the first reading, the psalm, the second reading, we are, we're not just, okay, sit down, take a break, someone else is doing something. No, we're supposed to be sitting and receiving, actively receiving the words as they are given to us. 
Scripture is so important in our liturgical action. And we need to understand what's being read. We have to understand what sacred scripture even is. It's God's revelation. It's the revelation of God. Scripture is the word of God. It's how God reveals himself to us. And we as human beings need to receive things by words, right? I, my nephew, actually turns one today, and he, um, he's very good at like, God, good, good, right? Good or good. And it's like, I, I, dude, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, right? You could point and go, good. It's like, yeah, okay, good. I don't care, right? We need words. We need logic to those words. I can't get up here and just go, blah, 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 right? No. Rather, I have to, it's giving words and logic. Well, God, when he reveals himself to us, he adapts himself to us. He reveals himself to us with words, right? He, he reveals himself to us through the authors of scripture, through the words that they wrote down. Now, who is the primary author of all scripture, the whole Bible? Who's the primary author? God. Right? Who wrote the Bible? God. If you want to put like an author to the Bible when you want to file it by author in a bookstore or in a library, the author is God. Right? God is the primary author of Scripture. But then the secondary authors, the human authors, are real human authors. God works with them in their humanity, which is why we have today in the beginning of St. Luke's Gospel that Luke wants to write down in orderly fashion all the things that have been happening. Who wrote the Gospel of Luke? God. Who else wrote the Gospel of Luke? Luke wrote the Gospel of Luke, right? And actually, like, you, Luke uses some medical terminology because he's a doctor. And again, that was all part of God's providential plan. Scripture, it also instructs us in our history. We, as the church, are the new Israel, right? We are the fulfillment of Israel. Where is Israel? We're right here. We are the new Israel, right? And so we, when we learn about these things in the Old Testament, about the old Israel, our, our predecessors... Um, our, our parents in the faith were reading this, right? And we heard today about this reading of the law out loud, right? The people would gather and Ezra, the priest, brought the law and he stood on a, on a you know, stand and he read the law out loud in the presence for all to see. I think it's very important, just like a note, that even if we have something memorized, right? I could probably recite the beginning of John's gospel, most of it from memory. But if it comes up in the reading, it's important that it's seen to be read, right? Because it's not just me reciting something for you. Rather, it's reading. We're reading from the book. I'm going to lose my phone when I do this, but we're reading from the book, right? This is it. This is God's word. It's not just me making something up. We read from these books and they teach us our history, they also teach us how to act, right? Scripture should instruct our actions. They should, they should teach us um, what we should do, particularly those second readings. Teach us, right? We are one body. There were many parts. Usually it's the, the epistle, one of St. Paul's um, writings or from one of the other uh, letters. But it teaches us how we should act. It exhorts us that this is how we, it should change us, right? We're, we're getting a lesson in what it means to live out um, Christian life. And then ultimately... Scripture leads us to the Eucharist, right? It leads us that as we hear about the words of Jesus in the gospel, it's preparing us to receive him in Holy Communion. And so we have to actively listen to the scripture and to engage them. Now, here are some practical steps. We'll finish up with this. It'd be a very good thing if we began coming prepared to, to Mass, right? We're actually going to start up, hopefully around Lent, parish Bible studies where we're going to have the opportunity to gather in small groups 
uh, and to, to read the scriptures before we get to Sunday Mass, right? Sometime the week before to gather with some friends and to actually read through what the Sunday readings are ahead of time and to talk about it and to really engage it, right? I don't show up to Mass. I have to give a homily about this, so I can't just show up and be like, I wonder what the readings are as they start being read. Well, that should not just be for me. All of us should come prepared. What am I going to hear today? It shouldn't be the first time you hear it, right? When, it gets, when someone comes up and starts reading it, shouldn't be the first time we hear it. We should also listen attentively, right? It's, it's good that we have the words in the books, but it's more important that we listen, right? I could be following along with Lou's you know, notes as he's playing, but it's more important that we listen and that we sing along, right, when it comes to music. With scripture, it's more important that we're hearing it and letting it be spoken to us, proclaimed for us, than that we're reading along in the book. If you need to read it along in the book, that's fine. If it helps you, great. Um, but it's important that we, we be listening, right? It's not that we should have silent reading time at Mass. The proclamation is what's important. Um, we should engage the text, right? We should really think, like, this is important. This isn't just something, again, like a setup for a homily. But the reading itself, we should be actively, with our mind, engaging it. We should be really letting it shape us and teach us. This is the Word of God. Today, uh, we're so, we should be so grateful to Pope Francis for encouraging us today, this third Sunday in Ordinary Time, to listen to the Word of God, to renew our love for the Word of God. We should each of us want to encounter God's Word in a deeper way. Christ is present in the readings being read at the Mass. And so let's go and encounter the one that we love, our Savior Jesus Christ. And when we find him in these readings, encounter him in his sacred scripture, we're taught by him, we learn to imitate him, and ultimately one day we hope to be with him forever in heaven.